Are you a small business owner looking for guidance to scale your business like you never thought possible? Join me, Tyler Arnold, for the open and honest conversations you've been waiting for with other small business owners on not only how to build the business of your dreams, but to become a mountain mover, impacting people's lives, growing faith, and providing your family with opportunities. Let's move mountains together. Hey guys, this is Tyler Arnold at Small Business Mountain Movers. Today I've got Claire and Nicole on the call with us. So I'll go ahead and let you guys introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your business. Okay. Hello, Tyler. Uh, this is Claire. And this is Nicole. And we are the co-founders of Moonlight Makers. Um, so we started our business back in 2015. Um, Claire moved in next door to me and she had two children and I did too. And here go. Um, so yeah, I moved into the house next to Nicole's and we hung out. I think I was actually pregnant with number two. Yes. Um, we hung out every afternoon mm -hmm. for about six months. And we realized that we were spending so many hours together that we like kind of looked at each other and said, what could we be doing with this time um, to use it a bit more productively? And I wasn't enjoying the work I was doing at the time. And Nicole was um, making art and selling it at the odd kind of event, but not really working full time at all. Um, so we started brainstorming business ideas every day and we came up with all sorts um, of crazy crazy ideas we were going to make school lunches yeah, for schools that, that didn't really provide fun. lunch but then we realized we had to get up at 3 a.m um and we were going to make a utility belt <laughs> for kids toys um but we decided in the end to put together all of our skills so my background was in uh, sales and um kind of managing social media accounts for companies and um business and your background was um, art. Yeah, so my background was in art and art education. Um, I'd always worked with children. And on the side, I was doing kind of like, um, you know, I would make jewelry and sell it or I would do paintings and sell it. I traveled with the band as a stage painter, actually, for several years, which was a really fun thing to do. But then um, once I had children, you know, I just stopped working and stayed home with them. And so that's why it was so fun to meet Claire and it got me all um, creatively excited again to start something new. So we decided our initial idea for Moonlight Makers was mm -hmm. in the February of 2015, we said, let's combine all our skills and sell um, local artists art. Um, I knew how to build websites. Nicole knew every single artist in Asheville. And so uh, we got 55 makers on board and um, decided to sell their goods on a website. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Thanks. So like, so through all of that though, I mean, I feel like most entrepreneur business people in the beginning, like they've got all these crazy ideas on businesses that they want to do, um, which obviously sounds like you guys had some crazy ideas in the beginning. Um, like <laughs> what, what was the, I guess like what was the main thing that really kind of made you narrow down in on Moonlight Makers from all those other ideas that you guys had? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's just because kind of what Claire was touching on was just that we um, had skills in those areas. It was actually something we knew about. I mean, when we thought about um, providing school lunches for, for, <laughs> for schools that they don't sell lunches, we thought, 
I mean, we've never worked in a kitchen before. You know, we have no formal <laughs> training <laughs> training in the kitchen. It was things that we would really have to teach. But wait a second, why don't we just do the obvious, you know? You know, I think even you asked me at one point if I wanted to just help sell your art. And I was like, we, you know, it, to make yeah. a business work, I think you have to really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And so for the last kind of four and a half, nearly five years, we have really, I mean, we've had our ups and downs, but we really like love what we do, even though the yeah. business has changed so much mm-hmm. from then. We, we, we It's a completely different business now, mm-hmm. but um, we just wanted to do something that we enjoy. And, and so starting a website and helping other people sell their stuff was really exciting for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's really cool. I mean, that's kind of one of those things that um, I, I always try to tell people and kind of educate people on a little more is like, business becomes a lot easier and kind of starting a business and running it when it's something that you actually enjoy doing and not just one of these crazy ideas that you get in your head like that would be a great business and then you jump into it and it's like it's not what I thought it was like it's not the business or this is not anything that I actually enjoy doing mm-hmm. yeah. yeah exactly so, so like when you guys were starting though and you kind of transitioned from those ideas and now actually implementing and starting up the business like what was some of the biggest struggles that you guys had in the beginning of actually getting everything going? Um, yeah, the website, building the website. Uh, I, I actually think one of the hardest things is that you don't know. There's no like manual mm-hmm. telling you all the things that you need to know along the way. Like we didn't know what kind of, like if we needed insurance or if we needed permits or we didn't even know how to ship anything. So mm-hmm. we had, we just had to keep asking so many questions. We had um, a rep from USPS come and sit like in my basement teaching us how to ship products. <laughs> we just had no idea, like we couldn't find the resources. Mm-hmm. And so we turned to kind of other business owners and, um, you know, started asking as many questions as we could. Yeah. And also when you, you know, you think of starting a website and you build it and you work so hard. I mean, we got all these makers goods and we took photographs and we listed it. We did all of this. And then we stayed up all night the night before and launched it. And, you know, no one bought anything. Like <laughs> no one knew about it. Um, my mother-in-law, <laughs> my mother-in-law did buy something in the first four days. That yeah. was our only sale. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I think that was the biggest struggle was like, wait a second, we did all of this and wait, what if nothing happened? Mm-hmm. And is yeah. this actually fun to just own a website? You know? Yeah, I mean, I think that, I mean, that touches based on a lot of things. It was like most people set up a website um, and they have this super nice website that they either mm-hmm. one figured out how to do themselves or they went and spent a bunch of money on. But you're, you're, you're still kind of in the position of like, cool, now I got a website. Now, how does that turn into money for me? So um, <laughs> like that, that's one of the biggest struggles that like a lot mm-hmm. of people, I mean, that's one of the things like when I started my own business, that was the struggle that I had is like, I was watching these YouTube videos, figuring out how to make a really nice website, made this really cool looking website. And I was like, okay, a week's gone by and it hasn't produced anything for me. So uh, like the web, the website's always one of those funny ones to kind of hear about mm-hmm. people on how they started now, how they started getting people to it. Yeah. So four days after we launched the website, Nicole said to me, I think that we should go to events and festivals. And I think that we should buy a vintage camper and, and, uh, kind of flip it and turn it into a really cute store and then tow it behind our car and take it to events. <laughs> anyway, we looked all over the whole country for a camper, didn't find one. And then it turns out a guy like on the street next to our street behind some trees had this bus 
we found it on Craigslist. We went to go see it and we bought the bus and we spent five weeks stripping it out, painting it um, with help from our families. And we turned it into a store. And then that May of 2015, we started taking it to events um, every weekend. And we still do. Yeah, I mean, that's really cool. I was actually, I was checking your guys' the bus out on your website um, because me and my wife started a custom furniture business with my parents last year. Um, and one of the first things that we went out and did was um, like, I'm 26 years old. So me having an old truck or like, I wasn't even a part of that, but I went out and bought a 1966 Ford pickup truck. Um, we started, it had the furniture stuff, but like, that was one of the things is like that brought a, that brought more attention than having a really nice website did of having yeah. that old truck that actually fit the business really well. Oh, completely. Yeah. We did all of our sales for the first two years through the bus. And then the website was uh, just for people who needed to think about their purchase. And then we mm-hmm. jumped onto Etsy. Um, we started making our own stuff instead mm-hmm. of really just focusing on other people's things. And we started our own brand and we started designing t-shirts. And um, so once we were on Etsy, we joined Amazon and then we started selling wholesale and then we opened a store <laughs> And uh, now we have six um, avenues that we sell through. Mm -hmm. And um, we're in kind of 250 stores throughout the U.S. And it's just taken such a different turn from the the, like original plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but obviously working out for you guys, though. So that's always good. Um, So like what what is kind of like one thing? With there's so many being so many like different e-commerce businesses and like Facebook and these brands out there, like what's one thing that kind of really sets you guys apart and set your brand apart from everybody else that kind of made things start clicking? I think the bus. Yeah. The bus. I, I, I do think so. yeah, the bus was like our identity. Mm-hmm. The bus was our identity. And I think um, also, like Claire said, we started it for fun, you know, mm-hmm. so we really, fun was really wrapped up in our brand. We never thought, let's start a brand. We thought, let's have some fun. You know, let's go on the weekends and help other people sell their goods. And, you know, and then we're like, well, we can't do that in a tent. Let's get the bus, you know? So that's why we had like the shelter of the bus. Because if you're at an event and it starts raining, you know, I don't want something to get ruined that someone else's. And so, you know, I think that fun just kind of, became woven into our entire identity with the bus you know people would come on the bus and hang out with us and um, we would listen to what customers would say you know they would pick something up and think it was really great we're like oh it looks like our customers think this print is really funny let's make that you know let's expand on that or let's you know get rid of this one no one looks at it or you know what I mean we kind of listened to what they said we were out there doing market research Mm -hmm two or three times a week Mm -hmm. and everyone remembered us because of this iconic bus Mm -hmm. exactly yeah yeah i mean i said i mean obviously really cool um i I keep looking at your guys's bus here on your website as i have as i have it pulled up here um so like through all of that stuff though um and like when i was checking your guys's website out you've been featured on um, quickbooks commercials and i saw your little box thing on an amazon commercial so you guys have had a lot of cool press um, and videos mm-hmm. out there as far as big press like what kind of marketing have you guys tried and like what's worked best and what hasn't worked so good for you guys i mean those opportunities actually just came to us we didn't do anything 
for those to happen necessarily? Well, it was because we were um, online. I think a lot of things that have happened to us have happened because of the online stores that we have. Mm-hmm. I think QuickBooks chose us because uh, we, look, we looked kind of interesting with the bus and we used QuickBooks mm-hmm. um, and they were looking for small businesses and in different cities throughout the States. And then the Amazon ad happened because we're on Amazon. So it's like having as much presence as you can Mm -hmm. has really been our marketing strategy. Um, And then we're featured in a lot of BuzzFeed articles because we're on Amazon. Um, We've just been selected to um, go to New York City next week for the first ever Amazon pop-up, Christmas pop-up store. And that's because of um, our presence on Amazon Handmade. Mm-hmm. Um, so really the marketing that we've done is just having as like a lot of online stores. Yeah, we haven't, you know, we didn't, um, what's it called? Like we didn't enter a contest or we didn't reach out to someone and ask them for anything. They came to us because of our, um, online stores. And it's a lot is... of work to, uh, keep up kind of the Etsy store, the Amazon store, our Shopify store, our wholesale store. Mm-hmm. But that has been the best way that we have, um, kind of come across growth okay yeah i mean amazon is one of those things is like when sometimes when you can get your business on amazon like there's a reason why amazon is the biggest e-commerce business out there um so like Mm -hmm. getting your brand and your business in front of their buyer traffic is a huge plus to any e-commerce business really absolutely yeah um we were featured in the commercial was it last christmas Mm mm-hmm um, yeah, we we were just really excited to see. Uh, we were, you know we were watching TV one day and we saw our uh, logo uh, on the side of a giant truck on an Amazon commercial, and that was that's it was just really great. Yeah, I mean, that'd, I mean, it'd be cool for any business to see from that perspective, especially from it being from Amazon. Um, so, like, where you guys have kind of grown and like everything you've learned to get to the point where you're at now, like, kind of what's your guys's goals over the next, we'll say, year? Um, on like where you want to take your business and like what are some things that you know you're going to need to improve on to hit those goals? Um, we just set our 2020 goals um, actually on Friday. So we would really like to um, start another line on online uh, to sell. Like a, maybe a, like we're very kind of PG. We were thinking about starting maybe a non uh PG line and also uh, open up a second store is one of our goals. Um, so we really need to kind of fine tune our foundations and our uh, kind of training and staffing and that's a lot, a lot of work. We, uh, we love having a big team, um, but you know, one of the biggest struggles in growing and um, being an entrepreneur is really knowing how to staff up and if it's seasonal, that's kind of difficult. And um, what do you think, Nicole? Goals for next year? Yeah, I think that the the new line, I think exclusively being on Amazon is something we're going to try out mm-hmm. um, since we've had so much success there and it is something that requires so much less, um, I guess, man hours necessarily. Um, I guess because in our store, you know, we have to have people certain hours and it's hard to figure out how to staff it, like Claire was saying. Um, So I think that exclusively an online brand would be really fun for us. Yeah. Wholesale and Amazon uh, Prime. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, that, that would be really cool, especially with Amazon and Amazon continue to grow at an incredible mm-hmm. rate all the time. Yeah. So like what's um, so like if somebody was to start and kind of like be in your shoes that you were in in the beginning, like if they're wanting to start their own e-commerce or their own retail store, like what's one thing that you would kind of tell them to implement right away that kind of puts them on the fast track to success to get to where you're at now? That's a good question. That is a really good question. I mean, it's really important to us that we, everything is still handmade because we started off handmade and it's such a big part of our business. You know, we use eco-friendly inks. We're around, you know, our kids are always, we have six kids now between us and they're always around. Um, But to fast track to where we are now, maybe suggest not touching every single product wouldn't you i know that that is there's a you know there's so many different things that i would like to tell that person that's starting (laughs) um but i do think that something we've been really smart about is not having like access excess inventory Mm -hmm. like not sitting on too much inventory because it can get really out of hand so Um, something that we had been doing for a really long time was like when an order came in, we would screen print it then, which sounds absolutely crazy because it's a lot of like one-off screen printing, but we didn't have like giant shelves full of, you know, five of each size of a hundred designs or whatever sitting in the back. I mean, it would be crazy to keep up with that, um, which is what we thought we would have to do. But if you're going to have a small handmade business, I would say, um, I, I would say that we did that part right. You know, instead of having a giant inventory in the back. What would you do differently though? Like, what would you tell them? Like, we've gone through so many mistakes in the last yeah. five years. I would just tell them that the most important thing is to find people who can help you. So you have to really search hard for a great business partner. Don't try and do it by yourself. And then if you can find two or three key members of staff it makes it so much more fun and so much more successful quickly i would wait i have good advice (laughs) i would say i would say hire no really hire your weaknesses the jobs the jobs that. that you don't enjoy doing or jobs that you are not very good at hire them out you know you claire and i did everything just the two of us for a while a couple years right Mm -hmm. two years and then we would, you know, we started getting to a point where we were like, this just, this isn't sustainable to keep it up like this. We can't get enough done. You know, there's always too much still left on our plates. Right. So I was screen printing every night after my kids went to sleep from like 8 p.m. till 1 a.m. It wasn't (laughs) the best way to do things. So the first time that we could hire someone, we hired a screen printer. Mm Yeah. And it was really helpful, you know, and I think, I think hiring your weaknesses and the jobs that you don't want to do, because if you're constantly doing lots of jobs that you don't like, your business isn't going to last. You're just going to be really unhappy and wonder why you're doing it. Um, So I think in order to still enjoy the business and, you know, keep on track with why you started it in the first place is probably to. Yes. And you need to want to spend time with your business partner because you will basically text each other 1000 times a day for the rest of your life. (laughs) It's true. true. I mean, I think that, I mean, the thing of hiring your weaknesses, I mean, that's such a, such a good piece of info. Um, And like, that's kind of one of the things that whenever I first started like my e-commerce business, I was doing the same thing. I was trying to do everything I could myself. 
Um, but mm-hmm. as I started scaling it and got it to the yeah. point that we were doing right around a million dollars in sales a year, um, I was realizing like, hey, I can't be doing the marketing stuff and the customer service and the orders. And so it's like, that's where I really started looking at it as like money kind of mm-hmm. turned into a tool to buy me more time because like I had a system sure. that ran great, but I had to plug people in that just did specific things so that I could go back to what I was doing really good at. Yeah, exactly. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Well, listen, I appreciate you guys coming on the podcast. Um, anybody listening to it, go check their Facebook page out at Moonlight Makers. Um, and then any last bit information you want to give to anybody. Um, just to really go for it. I think if you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to start an e-commerce site. And, you know, once you have that idea, just go for it. Like get over the fear, whatever's holding you back. Um, put your all into it. Like if you work hard at something, you really can achieve anything and you just need to really like put in the time. Don't expect things to just happen um, without you putting in a hundred percent. And don't wait till everything is perfect. I think that is something also that I've definitely learned from Claire is um, you know, how we were saying earlier, you build that perfect website. I mean, you work on that website for like a year or two years and you make this beautiful website and then no one comes to it you know, maybe not, maybe don't spend all that time and all that energy on making something so perfect before it even is tested out, you know, maybe just try something, you know, take one, one step at a time. And um, everything doesn't have to be lined up exactly right before you launch. Surround yourself with really positive people. (laughs) (laughs) We have cliches for days over here. Oh my gosh, thank you so much, Tyler. Yes, thank yep. you so much for having us on. Yep, thank you for guys coming on. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning into this podcast. We want to help as many small business owners become mountain movers in their towns. So if you enjoyed it, please leave a review and share it with your friends. If you'd like to be featured on one of our next podcast episodes, check out our website at smallbusinessmountainmovers.com and submit the contact form and I'll be in touch in the next few days. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at Small Business Mountain Movers to find out what the next episode will be live. See you next time.